Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Welcome back to the Empowered Connection Podcast. My name is Damodar Cordua. I am a relationship and life coach and a yoga and yoga wisdom teacher. And I'm honored to be your host for the podcast. Thank you so much for spending just a little bit of your time with us and listening in. Today's going to be a solo podcast episode, and I'm going to talk on a subject that I find really important. And some of this topic came up in our previous episode with Kelly Whitaker, uh, that interview that I think is number 10. And I'm going to go into a little bit more here, right? We're just going to dive in. So the topic that I'm interested in covering today is this, as my teacher, one of my teachers would say, this core human split between needing to be connected and accepted and the need to be an individual and express authentically that all human beings are ongoingly navigating these two equal opposite terrains within themselves. And if we look at the micro and the macro, we see that not only do human beings individually navigate that, but we see that even communities, nations, et cetera, kingdoms years ago, that we are navigating, how can we be part of something larger and feel like that something larger accepts who we are, but how at the same time can we express our unique self? Pretty interesting, pretty common for the human experience. And this developmental idea goes all the way back to when we first come into this world or even before we come into this world, when we are in our mother's womb and we're connected quite literally to our mother and accepted quite literally because we're in, we're part of her. And then as we are born into this world and as our developmental stages start to progress, we start navigating our difference from our mother, right? So we start differentiating ourselves, becoming an individual. Uh, Once we get to the age of two or three, we're actually kind of acting out that individuality, right? To try to form some sense of self. And from that point onward, it becomes a dance. And early on in our developmental years, depending on our primary caregivers and where we were raised, we can at times feel as though in order to survive, in order to be accepted, in order to feel connected to this community that I was born into, that I might have to betray who I am. I might have to push down parts of myself. I might have to hide parts of myself because whoever's around the big people, the parents, the caregivers, the community, they might not accept it. They might not have the bandwidth. They might have the, they might not have the resources within themselves to accept this individual soul in front of them. So what happens for many of us is that at some point in our journey, we may learn that some 
some uniqueness, something that I'm feeling really is inherent to who I am might have to be not expressed in order to get love. And this happens ongoingly throughout life. Maybe it's in high school. If you listen to the interview I did with Liam Wilson, we talked about high school. And at that time in my life, I felt like the context, the community within which I was in would not allow me to express who I was in some ways. And that led to a depression in my teenage years, for sure, a rebellion and angst. So this dynamic goes on throughout the course of our life. And the conscious person becomes more aware of how it's playing out day to day and how we can ride the balance and create a safe space. If it's in our house, with our partner, with our family in the community we're part of, a safe space where we can nurture both in ourselves and in everyone we meet. Meaning there's safety for me to express who I am. And at the same time, there is accountability in community. There is connection to community. There is an understanding that I'm part of something bigger, but that part of something bigger does not denigrate or force me to hide, to push away who I am. Imagine if, I guess I always like to say this, imagine if political parties could allow for that, right? Imagine if nation states could allow for that. Imagine if spiritual communities could allow for that. Sometimes if we're in a spiritual community, we might feel like, well, I can't express some of my actual opinion because the dictates of the community won't accept me anymore. So I might have to betray that. I might have to hide that. And many of us who have some religious trauma, tra excuse me, religious trauma have experienced that throughout the course of our lives. And then we move into partnership. Sometimes we might go through times in our life where we will abandon ourselves in order to be loved, in order to find that person, in order to not be alone. And that's, that's okay, right? Because we need that connection. We need others to survive. We, I would argue, need love in our life. But from an empowerment and conscious self-growth point of view, that's a low ceiling for our relationships. We sometimes get into some and we lose who we are. And we feel like we can't express who we are because if we do, just like when we were children, <laughs> perhaps, to varying degrees for some of us, we won't be accepted. That person's going to shun us, going to break up with us, going to divorce us, going to not support us. So for us, for you listener out there, maybe take a moment and close your eyes and go inside of yourself and scan your own emotional history to a time when you felt how I really am, this, this unique part of who I am. I I can't express it. I can't show it. I can't own it because those around me will not love me if I do. And if you're taking time to do this, it can be difficult. So I would invite you to maybe hold yourself. I love to put my hand over my heart, both hands over my heart, or even my hands over my belly, because I hold a lot of emotion in my stomach, <laughs> in my belly in my root chakra areas as well. Maybe bring your hands to your thighs to ground yourself or even taking a moment to lie down here or take a, a long, uh, warm bath to soothe yourself, to give yourself love. Because I'm asking of you to go back into a space in your life and maybe it's happening right now where you feel like I, I can't be who I am. And every day I'm, I'm waking up and I'm feeling that tension and we've all felt it. 
as I mentioned, to varying degrees at some point in our life, if it's with a partner, if it's with a friend, if it's with our family of origin, if it's with the schools that we went to, if it's with a religious institution, or so many other scenarios with our own country that we might be living in. So take some time and, and be with this place and feel it and, 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 and know that it's, it might be there. You might be carrying it forward, even if it's not happening now. If it was something that happened in the past, you might be carrying forward some of this feeling, this hurt, and it might be playing out in your current relationships, your current community. And then I want to invite you to imagine what it would feel like for you to both be accepted and embraced and held accountable by your community, by your loved ones, by your partner, but at the same time, feel like you can be you. You don't have to hide, not anymore. You don't have to push who you are down to please others. You don't have to forget. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to judge yourself for who you are. When I, when I go through this meditation, I think of my own self and I think of how I was a sensitive, I am a sensitive person, sensitive man. And at times I felt like I couldn't be that. And I felt like I had to betray that. I had to push that down. I had to judge that. I had to all the things accept, own it, and express it. So what is that for you? And finally, I love for you to hold some space in yourself today to imagine what it would be like to be part of a community, to be part in a relationship, to be in a, a school, a family, whatever it might be, that would nurture in you the ability to be who you are. And not with conditions. And when I say be who you are, I'm not just saying, well, you know, like FTW, that means fuck the world. I'm just going to be me and, you know, I don't care. <laughs> it means the weave and weft of being accountable in community and responsible, integrated, interwoven, mutually interdependent with others, but at the same time being able to be authentic. So imagine what that would feel like for you. And imagine what qualities that person, if it's a partner or a friend or a loved one, might have, how they would interact with you. And imagine how you would interact with them if you could feel both supported and held and able to express who you are. And then furthermore, imagine what a community like that would be like. This is probably the core split of America. Uh, I mean, I'm not so into history and politics, so maybe, maybe I'm being pretty general here, but I do feel like this country, if you're in the United States, has some of this core split, and we're seeing a lot of that right now, the two sides of it. Bring yourself to another space. If it's your community that you live in, in your neighborhood, if it's a spiritual community, if it's a community of some other interest, and imagine what that would feel like. Instead of feeling like I can't be me, I have to act this way, I have to betray who I am, I'm, I have to hide. Imagine how if, if you felt like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm accepted for who I am. I'm loved. I'm part of something bigger at the same time. Imagine what that would feel like. 
And I'm asking you to imagine what it would feel like because it's important that we feel it in our nervous system, in our bodies, and in our minds, in our consciousness. And it's important that in doing so and imagining what it would feel like, we can maybe, maybe just a little bit bring this idea into reality to live it out. Now, if you want to go further, I, I have specific exercises I work on with clients to do this. But for this episode, in a more general sense, I'd like you to imagine that possibility and perhaps bring the intention to bring it more fully into your life, into your relationships, into your community. And in doing so, you are healing a core hurt. You're healing that inner child. When there was that time in your life, and we've all had it at some point, when we had to say, I am not accepted, I can't be who I am, and I'm going to create some pattern within which to hide from who that person really is, or adapt to my surrounding just to survive, just to get love, just to be accepted. By imagining this reality and bringing that community or bringing that partner or bringing that friend or those people into your life who can nurture it, you are moving forward and healing this core hurt of yours. And in so doing, you are connecting more deeply to who you really are. You are going to rewrite that pattern that you might've taken on. One of my teachers calls this the strategic self, the self that takes on a pattern to survive and adapt and feel accepted and you're going to rewrite it. And in so doing that, you start to really see what your gifts are in this world. You start to see your gifts come forward. You start to see how you can really be of service instead of living out some pattern of disconnection for who we, from who we really are. Now, that pattern of disconnection, of betraying who we are, might have given us some great payback. And this is the difficulty in this exercise is that it might be confronting or challenging. We might've said, you know, I, I'm a sensitive person, but uh, in my family, I'm supposed to be successful to get by and I'm supposed to be, uh, earn a lot of money. And I did that. And now I have a lot of payback for it. Yeah, I have prestige, I have comfort, I have security, I have flexibility, leverage, but that pattern is no longer serving you. So it's time to take a deeper look at what you gave up, at what is unclaimed, at what needs to be seen, to be held, to be heard in this world, shout it out from the rooftops. I mean, literally do it, go for it right now. If that's the least you can do, go out and get on top of some rooftop safely <laughs> and shout it out. This is a meditation that you are asked to come back to over and over again throughout the course of your journey. I hope a little taste of it has served you well today, and I'm grateful to be here and of service in any way to that journey of fuller empowerment and fuller connectedness, both at the same time. Thanks so much, and reach out at any time to connect on a one-on-one -on -one basis, and we can go even deeper into your journey of healing, of expression, and of deeper connection. And whatever you receive from this episode today, Take it into your life and take that one little step. If it's shouting it out from the rooftop, <laughs> if it's whispering it into your partner's ear, or maybe it's standing up for yourself in community, in your spiritual community, in your local community, in your civic community, in your state, in your country, whatever that is for you, take a little step there and allow it to bring you 
to connect more fully to yourself, to others, and to this something greater within and without. Peace. Peace.